Welcome to another episode of Market Open Podcast, a podcast where we speak to ASX company executives and industry experts. Market Open Podcast will focus on a company and its results, but most importantly, simplify it down to what the results actually mean. We'll keep it real and also find out a little bit about our guests along the way. Today's guest is David Detata, Managing Director of Strategic Energy Resources, ASX Code SER. David is an accomplished scientist and exploration executive who has served as Managing Director since 2021. David brings 20 years of experience in designing and delivering various science-based R&D projects and as a director, managing projects within government in both public and private companies. Strategic Energy Resources is a specialised undercover explorer and project generator. The company has a team of exploration experts who have a strong scientific background and can identify mineral opportunities at depth. They apply early stage techniques to prove up and define these targets, with the goal of eventually attracting partners who can then assist with the more expensive stages of drilling and subsequent project development. David, thanks for joining us today on Market Open Podcast as we take a closer look into your world at Strategic Energy Resources. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're a specialised undercover explorer and project generator. What exactly do you mean by that? Well, back in 2019, we started to um, develop a strategy about what, it, what SER is going to be all about. And that coincided with some pretty big announcements by the federal and state governments into uh, getting explorers to explore deep undercover and into these sort of frontier regions across Australia. So programs such as the Exploring for the Future programs, MINEX CRC, where the government's deliberately trying to hold the hand of junior explorers to head out undercover and search for the next tier one discovery. So on that basis, we leveraged ourselves against the pre-competitive data that's coming out of Geoscience Australia and the individual states and territories and started picking up ground in exactly the regions where the money is being spent by government. Because we feel that if we're exploring the same regions, they're going to either help us through co-funding to explore or they're at least going to provide us with data sets that's going to be able to first pass for us to secure ground in these prospective regions. And since 2019, we've developed now what is an extensive portfolio of projects that do exactly that. They're large land holdings in what's known as the undercover extensions of known mineralized terrains. And that's the kind of the buzzword that the government and the territories have been using to lure out explorers undercover. So where there's a known mineral deposit as it heads undercover, that's the most ch most likely chance of where the next discovery has been found. And that really summarizes the key projects that we've got within the company. Everything seems so science-based, which is clearly a good thing. What is the importance of this? Well, again, it comes back to why we pick up the projects we currently have in our portfolio. So they're all based on those data sets that are generated through Geoscience Australia, et cetera. And once we get hold of those, it's about then systematically going through them and, and finding whereabouts there's enough of an interest for us to pick up a land holding and then go about exploring. So taking those lands, large land holdings that we get our hands on, then because we're looking for something at depth, our geophysics program really works out of trying to understand what's happening five, 600 meters plus undercover. So there is a lot of uh, wizardry in geophysics. I'm not across all of them, uh, but there are a number of techniques you can use to really identify something that is significant as a, at depth. And if we have a look at our, one of our major projects, the Kenobi project, here we're searching for tier one style magnetite IOCGs, similar to Ernest Henry, given its location and proximity to the Ernest Henry mine. But we're 700 plus meters down. So the specialized part comes into the science-driven part, which comes into be able to send something at that depth, the dense work that's then worthy of putting a drill hole into. 
if we look at some of your most recent news highlights, you've got diamond drilling underway at your Kenobi project, targeting magnetite, nickel, copper, um, and IOCG targets. You have a diamond drill program and MT survey to be conducted at Eisen North. But most recently, you've had significant news out of Monday. What is that news and how significant is that for you and the company? Oh, so the Monday program um, describes a large land holding north of Broken Hill, 150 kilometers north. Uh, this is one of those projects that typifies the strategy of SER. So back way back into 2013, Australia, the Geoscience Australia started running an Auslan project, so a large magnetotelluric project. And since then, they've followed that up with a number of other further studies, really trying to understand wh whether there's a conductor at depth, so a significant potential deposit north of Broken Hill. When we picked up the project, there was there is no drill holes, once one shallow one uh, in the region. Uh, Greenfield's project, we then based on the data that was provided by Geoscience Australia, went in and ran a further Munti uh, magnetotelluric survey at Monday to try and determine whether or not this conductor that was uh, identified as part of the Geoscience Australia was worthy of a follow-up. So the announcement we put out on Wednesday um, really identifies that this conductor is worth chasing. It's um, at depth, which is not something that scares uh, the company, but it has a southern extension. So we've gone and picked up a further box to the south and in the next uh, Ford program, we'll go and tighten up that with additional MT surveys, like geophysics, and before we start looking at a um, drill hole program. So the conductor itself is significant, it's up depth, and we've had some modeling done by um, Graham Hines and at the University of South Australia as part of the MINEX project. And that's where we overlap that with our science-driven approach and allow us to un uncover some of these targets that we'd never have looked at previously without um, having Geoscience Australia leading us there in the first place. With Kenobi being the most advanced project, what excites you most about this one? So the Kenobi is the most advanced because we are drilling. Um, it's a project that we started picking up in around 2016 and then gradually increased the area or the land holding of the project. What's significant about this project for us is it's really the, our first and best example of where we've taken this science-driven approach, large land holding, deep targets, and been able to convince someone else that it's worth drilling. So in the middle of the year, in June, we were able to sign a, a joint venture and farming agreement with Fortescue. And everyone thinks Fortescue iron ore, but in fact, they have a, a copper strategy that is emerging and is growing. And now they're earning into the project. So all the drilling that's happening at the moment is the part of uh, FMG earning into the project. They are uh, convinced it's worth taking an option deal over or a farming deal over the project with SER to uh, test as many deep Ernest Henry magnetype style targets as they can uh, over the next six years and they've contributed an eight million dollar spend to get 80 percent which is quite significant for us as a junior because at the time we were um, signing it we were the market value of half of that so with the results coming out towards the end of this month november and then through to december and possibly next year depending on how many drill holes we can put in um, we're looking forward to those results coming out and then replicating that with years two three and four as we drill more and more targets at depth and eyes north so as a north project, 150 kilometres uh, northwest of Kenobi, surrounded fortuitously by Fortescue as well, who have a, quite a large uh, footprint in the region. Um, at that point, uh, we're at the stage where we are conducting drilling into into the next year. Uh, we'll, the rains have actually stopped us from getting up there this year. So we'll start doing our own maiden drill program up there in the region next year. Again, we're after magnetite-style IOCGs in that region. And at the moment, we're all of our focus on uh, the drill program at the moment. 
at Kenobi. We're battling resources and time to get any work done this year, but we'll definitely head up there next year. Traditionally, the market is heading into a quiet time, um, certainly for the next two months with Christmas and the holiday period. Um, is that the same for you? Well, it's actually the busiest time of the year for us because um, the drilling will start to conclude by the end of this month, November, and then we just have assays to look forward to through to December and January. I know it's never a good time to put out some results um, in the market because there's not too many people paying attention, but this has really been the combination of a number of years for us in, to get to the point where we can drill multiple targets and have follow up with the results. Uh, for a junior, that's the only way of getting returns to shareholders is to get on and keep drilling. And so we think with that steady work of program um, of assays coming out into the new year and then us ramping up at Isa North uh, and following up in Monday, we should have some good news flow right the way through till this time next year. Lastly, the market in recent times has been terrible, but I'm sensing a turn for the better. You must be happy with how you position the company through this time to capitalize at the other end. Absolutely. We did a couple of raise in the middle of the year on the back of the announcement. So we are in a position that we have cash, we don't need to raise um, in the short term, and we've got drill results coming. So I think we're an anomaly really when it looks at junior explorers because we are post-raise with drill results coming. Uh, but for uh, the broader market, yeah, I think it's starting to turn, but how long, how long the bottom is, I don't know. Clearly an exciting time for you and the company. I look forward to seeing how this story develops over the next six to 12 months. So David, thank you for joining us today on Market Open Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of the material as legal tax, investment, financial, or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation, or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by market open, or any third party to buy or sell any securities, or other financial instruments in this or any other jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the securities laws of such jurisdiction.